I'm Steve Guggenheim and this is Travel with Googs. A trip through the Canadian Rockies would be more enjoyable if you skipped the bookended cities of Calgary and Vancouver. Unfortunately, you can't since there are no major airports in between. I had been looking forward to visiting Calgary since the 1988 Winter Olympics, expecting a fun western town. If you're not there for the Calgary Stampede, which takes place for several weeks in the summer, the city doesn't have much to offer. There is a nice section of restaurants with very good food and a revolving restaurant atop the Calgary Tower, but other than that, nothing much. Even a visit to the Olympic site wasn't too interesting, whereas other Olympic venues we've seen are nicer. To deal with the very cold winters, a lot of the downtown buildings are connected so people don't have to venture out during the day. Luckily, we only spent a full day in Calgary. From there, it was off to Banff. On the way, we stopped at Boundary Ranch with a beautiful mountain range in the background. The horses are beautiful and it would have been fun to go out on the trail for a day or more. The ranch house has dozens of stuffed animals on the walls, elk, bears, otters, wildcats and the like. Exactly what you'd expect. Banff is a beautiful ski town which lies along the Bow River. It's flanked by a mountain range and crystal blue lakes. There are a lot of hiking trails but we were only there for a few days and didn't have time to do everything we would have liked. The downtown is filled with restaurants and souvenir shops. We had a fascinating tour of the Buffalo Nations Museum. The guide brought to life the incredible exhibits as she spotlighted her heritage. Throughout, the trip gave us a focus on the indigenous people and the problems they had throughout theirs and Canada's history. If you want to see the whole area, then a ride up the gondola is a must. To go even higher up the mountain, there's a stairway that never seems to end. It's easily maneuverable and worth the walk as you go higher and higher until you reach the Sulphur Mountain Weather Station. A day trip from Banff took us to two of the most beautiful lakes you can imagine. Lake Louise's aqua blue water is set against the backdrop of Victoria Glacier. And just when you think you've seen the most gorgeous lake, we headed to Moraine Lake which to many is even more beautiful with its bright blue color. Next stop on our two-week trip was Jasper, following a day-long drive on the Icefields Parkway, which is closed in the winter. In fact, many of the roads in the area are closed when there's a lot of snow. It's a 185-mile trek past amazing mountains and glaciers, which I'm sure would be even more breathtaking were they snow-covered. We stopped at the Athabasca Glacier for a ride in an Ice Explorer snow coach. It's a short, steep, harrowing ride to walk on the glacier, whose ice is a thousand feet thick. The next day, with our base in Jasper, we headed to Maline Lake and the beautiful turquoise waters. A short boat ride takes you to Spirit Island, which gives you a vantage point for incredible views. While in Jasper, we attended a lecture on how the indigenous people were treated, which, in a word, was poorly. White men cheated them out of their lands and their furs as they signed treaties which appeared to be nothing but a legal way of stealing. Next on our trip was Kamloops. I had never heard of the city, but a friend said it's home to a number of hockey players. Before leaving, we had a presentation at the residential school that made worldwide headlines when it was discovered how Catholic priests and nuns treated the students. Indigenous parents were forced to send their children to the residential school where the leaders tried eliminating their Indian heritage with severe punishment for speaking their language and following their customs. 
The trip was not just the beauty of the country, but an education to the history, the good, the bad, and the ugly. While we were shocked at what we heard, it did open our eyes into what happens when minorities are considered second-class citizens. Luckily, things brightened as we headed to Kelowna. You wouldn't think a visit to a cherry farm would be that interesting, but it was. We learned about the problems running a small farm and afterwards tasted the cherries. They were fantastic, the best I've ever tasted. In Kelowna, we visited Grey Monk Vineyard, located in a breathtaking setting with a beautiful view of Okanagan Lake. We sampled four wines and had a delicious cheese plate. I wasn't too impressed with the wines, but they had a meritage for sale that was very good. A visit to the beautiful Kelowna waterfront followed. The next night, a dinner cruise there, which was a highlight of the trip. It couldn't have been nicer as the sun set while we enjoyed our meal. Our last stop was Vancouver, a place I'd wanted to visit for quite some time. There are some very nice areas, including the large Stanley Park with its native totem poles. And the architecture of the main downtown area is quite interesting, with fanciful skyscrapers dotting the landscape. But unfortunately, it's fallen on hard times, with city fathers trying to deal with a growing homeless and drug problem that's taking over more and more of the city. Throughout Canada, crossing the streets was a wonder to a big city boy. Cars actually stop for you and give you a wave. While traveling through the country, you find many of the highway bridges are designed for animals. They build grassy areas on the overpasses so our four-legged friends can easily go from one side to the other. Because of a problem with Ospreys, the power companies build special platforms for them so they don't sit on the wires. Throughout the trip, we saw fanciful sculptures from an upside-down piano in Calgary to incredible animal sculptures in the town of Hope, which is famous for filming of the movie First Blood. Also, it was pretty cool in Jasper to see elk freely roam the city. And something I didn't expect, the fudge was the best I've ever eaten, and that held true in several different cities. What you see throughout the country is Tim Hortons, a fast food chain. I won't go back. At one outlet, they decided to give me a sandwich I didn't order because they were out of what I wanted. At another, the sandwich was not the best and quite messy. Be careful if you have dietary restrictions. Several times a lactose intolerant person was served dishes made with milk and cream while told everything was fine. A vegetarian was served chicken and meat with her salad. By the way, if you fly coach on Air Canada, don't expect even crackers or peanuts. On a trip to Western Canada, you'll be bombarded with beautiful sights, while you'll also learn the history of this large country. I'm Steve Guggenheim, and this is Travel with Googs.